Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dave Noodles. We are on the Type 88 Show, where we talk to people about how they turn their dreams into reality. And today we have a special guest with us. This guy is using his voice to make the world a better place through his writings, his rhymes, his words, and his interactions with the world. So I want to welcome my guy to the Type 88 Show, Johnson Sold Out. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Air horns, <laughs> soundboards, and all that. <laughs> but what's going on? What's going on, people? What's going on, Dave? Thank you for having me. Of course, man. It's a long time coming. So, for anyone who doesn't know, maybe where are you from? Where were you raised? Where were you born? I am from Jersey. I am and have been. I am 28. And I have lived in Jersey all 28 of my years, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you view Jersey. No doubt. <laughs> um, uh, I have lived in Bergen County. I grew up in Bergenfield, Bergen County. Uh, right now I reside in Essex County. Uh, I've been here for about two years, but most of my life has been in Bergen County, um, in Bergenfield. So. Yeah, I love Jersey. They show a lot of love. Yeah. I love, I love it. There's like so many different parts of jersey it's like 80 boroughs for me so it's cool yeah it's it's really immense it's really immense like i i have a job that requires me to do deliveries around new jersey and like i would have never known how you got like the city side of it you got the farmland you got mountains you got the shore and like oh it has literally everything and we get all four seasons so it's like i don't understand why i get why people um make fun of jersey but like i don't see why because we have so much to offer we're so close to new york city so close to philly so close to new york state i, I don't know yeah what offer, i guess i don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah i love i i'm a fan uh, i'm a new york boy but uh I definitely got love for Jersey. Um, I got plenty of family out there and plenty of friends, including you, of course. So Bergen County, how did that town kind of shape you? You know, well, you know, how was it like growing up there? You know, the, the art scene, the, the poetry scene. Uh uh, Dave Chappelle has a line that I always butcher, and I have to like rewatch the the skit to get it correct. But he basically said that um, my family, you know, my parents made just enough for me to grow up, grow up broke around rich white folk. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like something to that effect. Like you know, what I'm saying my parents salute to my parents. You know, they did everything they could because um, my mom's originally from the Bronx and my dad's from the South. And they were living in the Bronx at the time, and they didn't want me to be, you know, a, a product of that environment and go to school out there. So they got their money and came over to Bergen County. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say that they were able to give me that uh, suburban lifestyle. Um, so I don't take that for granted for any for anything. But um, it came with some interesting uh, upbringings and interesting interactions. Um, as far as the art scene goes... Uh, I mean, our band at school in Bergenfield was pretty, pretty uh, notable. They usually performed at, like, Disney and stuff like that. But, like, outside of me, for me, I play trombone. And then they wanted me to go into the marching band when I got into high school. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just stay in the jazz. 
section, but like the jazz wasn't like a class, it was like its own little separate club. So foolishly, I just quit trombone altogether instead of just going to the jazz club after school or whatever the case may be. Um, and I wish I never did that because like having a musical background, like playing an instrument is very difficult if uh, at later points in life, um, I find. So one day I'll, I hope to pick it up again because it's a really fun instrument to play. But um, I would say it also sparks my um, writing creativity too. Um, just because like me and my friends wanted to start this rap group. Um, so we were always just writing, hanging out, and I just wanted to rap, because at the time, this is around 2011, 2012, so at the time, a lot of that, like, snap, you know, snap music was real popular, Soldier Boy, and, like, the blog era was coming up, and stuff like that, and it was just, like, you know, I can probably write a song, or write lyrics, and rhymes just as dope as any of these people coming up, and... I was just like, why not try it? So, you know, it was just a little fun thing. And, like, even before that, I was just always writing in school. Nice. Writing stories and writing fiction and stuff like that. So, it was just, uh, it just felt natural. It's just easy. You know, you can just grab a piece of paper and just go to town. That's amazing. So, yeah. So, shout out to your folks for, you know, having a vision. You know, seeing, you know, making a plan for you. And being like, you know what, we're going to pick up. We're going to go here. You know, um. Every generation, you know, I feel like we learn from the generation before us. Um, and they, they were like, all right, we're taking our son here. You know, and you, you, now you grow up in Jersey. And that's just cool. You, it, it's just, you, you know, you were talking about being around people, supporting each other. And that, I feel, is such a powerful thing. You know, whether it's your hobby, something you do for fun, or your dream or your job. Like, just to have a supportive unit around you is huge. And you had that with your friends, uh, writing rhymes. You know, having just kind of that community is just so so powerful. So uh, so what was the name of your rap group when you were young once? Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah, we were, uh, nice. we were the swim team. A very, I like yeah, obtuse and, names uh, like that. I was going as a junkie. Yeah, I wasn't going as Johnson sold out at that point. I was, uh, I was, uh, Jay Johnson one. Cause in, uh, in, in middle school, I, um, to log into the computers, they like took your, a combination of your first name with your last name, put like a number with it and da da da. And I just liked how mine was Jay Johnson one. So I just kind of like stuck with that until I got to high school. And then, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, that could be my, 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 my rapper name, da, da, da. But, um, so the real ones, no. Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson cool. one. Uh, the, 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 the old fans. But, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, short-lived, <laughs> to say the least. It was, like, uh, it was, uh, one of those instances where we wanted to be instantly good. And there wasn't a lot of, like, commitment and, like, everybody had their own agendas yeah. types of thing. Uh, and if we had just stuck through us sucking and build like chemistry and actually figured out how to like write songs and how to like incorporate each other's different styles and whatever, we probably could have been of a thing of some sort. But you know, you never know. But you know, it is what it is. Everybody totally. For a yeah, of course. And 
And I feel like breakups inspire us to make stuff, you know? Um, you know, shout out to Adele, Taylor Swift. Like, they've literally built careers on breakups. And this, of course, maybe wasn't a love relationship, but the kind of the deforming of your group kind of put everyone else in a new on a new lane and you know it, it enabled you to kind of all right yo i'm gonna I, I love this i'm gonna keep going with it so that's cool that it it's crazy bro because i always i've dealt with moments like that where things were kind of breaking and i didn't realize like mm-hmm. it was someone else shaping it shaping me for something else but in the moment i was so caught up like oh man what, why is this ending where is this going but then i saw like it was allowing me to go into this new path or create this new lane and um so i always say like a no opens up a yes somewhere else or an op- a closed window opens a door somewhere oh, yeah. else so exactly like if it, if it's meant to be other opportunities will make themselves appear at some point so I'm, I'm a firm yeah. believer in that. Especially when you're going after it. So, so after that, did you just decide to just keep going with the rhymes? What was kind of your transition point, you know, after the, the group kind of, you know, split up? So, yeah, that was like, I want to say sophomore, junior year of high school. And then, like, senior year, I really, like, really wasn't writing anymore. I didn't really start writing until I got to college, which was, like, two years, I guess, after the group broke up. <laughs> and um, I was chilling at a dorm room with, like, my, my other friends and stuff like that. And one of them had to go. He's like, oh, I got to go. I'm performing at the, you know, I'm in the poetry club. I'm performing at the show. And I was just like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, it's on campus, da 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 I'm like, oh, I want to go. I want to see this. So I went. It was, like, in a little venue, um, performance hall area of the school. And um, went. Saw him perform, saw everybody else perform, and I was just like, I gotta be a part of this. And they were like, oh yeah, well we have meetings. Literally, they had a meeting the next day, and then like from that, it was like history, kind of like reinvigorated that like passion to write again and stuff like that. So then outside of, after that, after I left school, um, because I only only stayed for one year, because one, couldn't afford it, two, uh, wasn't really a fan of it. Ended up falling into that nine to five dead end job lifestyle and like just really angry and depressed and this not like fulfilled. And I just kept, you know, the only thing that would keep me happy is just writing poems and stuff like that. So then I would eventually realize that and I went into, uh, I started doing workshops, writing workshops, like poetry workshops in the city and like the Bowery Poetry Club. And stuff like that, and like that was around 2016. You were going to them, and um, you were like a, a student. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I was going to them. Yeah, I was going. So it would be like different, different poets with different accolades. You know, whether they're real notable or like yeah. somebody that just had, went to school for it, whatever the case may be. Um, and they would teach different whatever their curriculum or whatever they specialized in. Um. They would teach like anywhere from four to six week classes. So like every Sunday, I would take uh, take the bus into the city and just do a workshop and just meet up with all these different poets and we would share our work and stuff like that. We would have a showcase at the end That's of it. Dope. It was real, real dope. Um, real, real fun. And I just continued on that 
until I started, you know, making connections, networking, making friends and stuff like that. And people started inviting me to open mics throughout the, you know, throughout the city in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, whatever have you, Jersey even. Because um, at the time, Jersey's open mic scene was kind of like, unless you were doing slam poetry, which I wasn't doing. Um, and I just kept going to shows. I kept going to open mics. And I was on that little yeah. chitlin circuit, I guess, of like just going to open mics and talking and going on stage and just trying to get heard every time I go. And like everybody's be like, you know, I was like, oh, you live in Manhattan, you live in. No, I'm like, I, I live in Jersey. It's like, Jersey for like New York, New Yorkers is such an obscure place. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like know the shore and maybe Newark and Jersey City. And everything else is like to them is gotcha. like, yep. <laughs> like everything else is like so like I would say where I was at and it's just like, Oh man, it took you what? It's like <laughs> over an hour to get to where you live. I'm like, nah, it's like without traffic I can get here in like thirty, forty five minutes yeah. with traffic you know, closer to that forty five mark, but it's not that deep. The toll's annoying, but like yeah. Like I would even say like the George Washington Bridge and some people are like, Where's the George Washington Bridge? <laughs> I'm like, You don't know where the George Washington Bridge is? Like, everybody knows the Holland and the Lincoln, but nobody knows. It's so weird to me. Like, some people don't know, even know, like, the George Washington Bridge is so weird. So I was just, it was just, it was just an anomaly. And, like, people were just like, oh, man, you're really, like, dedicated and passionate about this if you're coming out with Jersey. I'm like, I guess. I mean, I just like to do it. And it beats being at home doing nothing. <laughs> so. That's real, man. Yeah. I, You know, the two really solid gems I could take from that is no matter that first event, you just picked up and went on your own. You didn't really wait for people to be like, hey, I'm coming with you. Oh, come to this. You know, you just went on your own. And I feel like that's so powerful. Anytime, like, you have a calling or you have something that's telling you to, or you, something jumps out of you, you know, and we, and we like having people with us. We like taking our girl or our dude or our homie or whatever. And then when they're like, oh, I can't come, there's times where we're like, eh, all right, I'll just stay home too. But like you just went up, did that event, and look what that did to you. It 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 lit the spark that was already there, but it like poured gasoline all over it because then you kind of tapped into more of a community. Yeah, so that was one. And then two, you took you took the effort to invest in yourself by being like, all right, I want I want to learn from people that are really doing this, people that are really taking their craft more than a cra more than a just a little thing, or like a hashtag, yeah. like people that really are about that life, that poetry life, and you you invested in yourself taking classes, and then you spent the time investment. Some people may think you you took a five hour trip, but you know it was only like forty minutes because <laughs> they didn't really know about Jersey. Yeah. You took that trip either way. You paid that toll to get that knowledge, and that knowledge is key, man. And and with that firsthand experience and learning from people that are, their getting their hands dirty and living it, is that's so real. So that, that that's fire, bro. Just to, and then you just kept getting your hands dirty. It looks like because every time I turn on the gram, anytime I turn on anything, you're just you got to show. I'm like, yo, this guy's torn more than Benny the Butcher right now. Like, he's going hard. So, uh. Oh, man, I would. Dang, that's, that's what it looks like? Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> we ain't not there yet. 
but I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. I had to do. I had to start going to the events. You have to start going to events. Uh, I had to start going to events solo because um, outside of the poetry, I'm just a big music fan. So anytime there was a show in the city, uh, you know, like I missed out on seeing Mac Miller. You know, what I'm saying so many times because people didn't want to go. I missed out on. Like, so many different shows. I can list you so many different shows that I just didn't go to because people who I know are fans of these people also were like, oh, no, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have this. I don't have that. Everybody just had excuses. And then it was just like, yo, I'm missing out all these great yep. shows. So I was just like, and it was just also a fear of, like, traveling the city by yourself. And I got over that. And I was just like, I can't miss out on all these dope shows. So it's just like, just because nobody else wants to go with me, so I'm just going to go. I'm gonna interact with people there. I'm just kicking solo. I have no the thing with me is like yeah. I have no problem being alone. Like I, I I'm I'm cool with just being alone. And if I meet people there, I meet people there. I've met so many different like I like to call concert friends. Like we, I'll just see them randomly at other shows, and that's like the extent of our friendship. It's just like we'll just like hang around each other for the show, and then we'll just go our separate ways, yeah. and maybe we'll see each other at the next one. But it's just I don't know. It's just fun like that, you know, to to. It just makes traveling so much easier because you don't have to worry about, all right, like, I got to wait for this person. We're going to meet up. And, like, you're just on your own time, your own schedule. If you want to stop and get food before or after, you can do whatever That's you so want true. to do. So. Rob. Yeah. So. And then I just, I applied it to, to the, the poetry because it's just, like, we're, we're lucky to live in probably one of the biggest cities or near the biggest cities in the world and the most sought out city, you know. Everybody wants to come to New York City. Everybody wants to be a part of this this phenomenon that is in in this city. And it's just like, this shit is in my backyard. Yeah, yeah, we're I'm cool. Sorry, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to ask you before we started, but yeah, it's like it's in my backyard. Like I can just I can go to this at any time, and it's just like you never know who's gonna be there, who's gonna be in the room, and what the opportunities are. And it's just like it just helped yeah. me just learn a lot. Um, just doing all these shows and stuff like that. It's just so many different facets of performing, being a performing artist that I never considered because I always yeah. would just write. You know what I'm saying? And once, but and then I, you know, you learn that lesson of like once you share it with the world, it's not yours anymore. Which is like a, a lesson I'm still, to this day, like still like battling with because it's like. I'll just be at home. Like, I'll drop videos, you know, I'll drop a video on my Instagram, TikTok, whatever the case, YouTube, whatever. And then, like, day or two passes, I'm just, like, eating food, like, just eating, like, like some whatever I just cooked. And I'll get a text message of, like, this deep, like, uh, review of, like, the, of what I just dropped. Like, you know, with, like, you know, what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it. It's like, or, like, I'll get messages from people who finally read the book and they'll be like, oh, my God, it, like, touched me here. And, like, you know, it made me cry here. You know, I shared it with my kid. I shared it with my mom. And, like, and I'm, like, part of it, I mean, obviously, that's, like, so dope. But then part of it's just, like, I'm not, I mean, like, that's great. But I'm, like, not even in the, the mindset right now to, like, be reading any of this stuff. Or it's just, like, feedback yeah. that, you know, I'm always appreciative of critical, you know, feedback. It's just, like, I'm not in the space right now to listen to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm Justin, I'm Justin right now. I'm not in Johnson sold out mode right now. I'm, like doing like personal yeah yeah right now. but you know it, it comes with the tech like i said it's not yours anymore so once you share it pe people are going to voice their opinions their critiques their reviews whatever the case may be and i'm i'm here for 
like 90%. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like anything. You just got to tune in and tune out. Like, you, you need your time to rest. You need your time for the game. Or you, Some people like the game. Some people like to meditate, yoga, whatever it is, where you kind of... I, I like how Big Sean says. He says, disconnect to reconnect. You know, like, find a way to put a few things yeah. to the side so then you could zone in on whatever you're doing, even if it's nothing. And, um... It's tough for me, bro. It's tough for me to just do nothing. Even though I love doing stuff at all. But, um, it's tough. And then, but there's value and healing to just kind of relaxing and, and, and maybe just watching a show or, you know, and turning off for a bit. So then when you turn back on, you're charged up. So, uh, that's dope, man, that, you know, your, your work is impacting people, um, you know, fresh off the release of the book. Maybe you could tell us a little about the book and um, how that came to be. Yes, this book. Yes, this book sir. right here, you mean? This book right here. This is uh, this is my first my first uh, self-published um, little project that I uh, was already working on because you know the first project is usually like the you know your life's work <laughs> in a sense without you even realizing it. Um, but, uh, thanks to the pandemic, it, uh, came to fruition. Um, yeah, it's just a, a, a series of different poems from, like, 2012, from when I was in college to about 2019. The book came oh, wow. out in 2021. Officially, I got the audio, I got the audio version of the book. So, you know, if you like the luscious tones that you're hearing throughout <laughs> this interview, you can get that. Where could they version, get that? Where know? where could they get I that? Some the audio. Amazon for the physical. I got physical and eBooks. You can get that on Amazon. Um, physical is like ten dollars. eBook is like six dollars, seven dollars. Don't quote me. And then the audio book um, initially was only on Audible, but I recently um, was able to get it on multiple platforms. Um, so many platforms that I'm not going to list them all because it's over a hundred different nice. platforms. So anywhere that you can pretty much, except for Google Play, for whatever okay. reason, I have an right. issue with Google Play and I have to fix that because of the audio format. But anywhere you get audiobooks, you should be able to find my book. And if you don't, let me know and I'll see if I can add it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you can find I know for a fact it's on Audible. So is it only on audiobook sites or is it also on music streaming as well? It is not okay. on streaming, and I've gotten so many suggestions. Actually, you were you you suggested to me that I should put it on streaming, and I am working on not putting this not putting yeah. this particular book on streaming, but I am working on getting poetry on streaming. You know, that's fire. So that is something that is in the works. Cool. So I... I know not everybody wants to read these <laughs> days. So nah, man. I, I I encourage anyone that that writes to also record you know um especially if you do a performance like you it's crazy especially as a poet or a spoken word or anyone that writes rhymes like even if there's no beat there's just so much value and like so much soul to hearing someone's voice like i could read your poem bro and like it'll hit me but like when i hear you do I love women a lot, bro? It's a whole other vibe. You know, like, I 
I feel where you're coming from. I, I hear the inflections. I hear the things that really were the things that you really wanted to point out because of how you say it and the way you do it. So, like, I could preach and preach, but, like, I, I look forward to when it's on those. But, uh, yeah, make sure anyone listening, go get that wherever you get audiobooks, wherever you get physical books. Scattered is everywhere. It is scattered all over the internet, and that's yes. dope, bro. I had no clue that it was from 2012 to 2020, right? Or nine, last nine years of work. Yeah, it's, yeah, pretty much. That's all because I didn't know what I wanted to do as far as a concept for the book, right? And like, I just had kept you know accumulating all these poems throughout the years, and. You know, some most of them aged well, and I was just like, "What can I do?" And I was just like, "Scattered." I forget how that exactly came to mind. As far as like scattered, I think I was just looking for another word to encompass, like just yeah. it being not only the time frame of when all these poems are written because they're all different time frames, but they're all different emotions as well. There's gonna be happy poems. There's gonna be sad poems. There's gonna be angry poems. There's gonna be uh, lovey-dovey poems, it's gonna be political poems, it's gonna be introspective poems, it's gonna be me questioning society, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, so, I figured, why not, for the first book, just go with everything. <laughs> go with everything and then see what, what really sticks with people and then maybe that'll help me figure out how to approach That's the next exciting, book. bro, and I'm I'm hyped for you, you know, you let, you know, since knowing you, you, you've always been an insp uh, motivation to me, um, you know, I love the, I love the rhymes and, you know, your that. constant passion for people doing events, um, so maybe, you know, we're talking about all this, I'm hyping you up, my guy, my guy's gonna live up to it, so maybe you could drop something for us right now, um, Whatever you, whatever you're in the mood for, bro. Whatever you're in the mood. A little teaser. No, Oh man. All right. Um, I was trying to figure out which one I wanted to do. If I wanted to do one, I usually don't perform. Um, so I think I will. This one's called. Wait, what? Trains, planes, and grazing cranes, am I insane or trying to keep a rhyme scheme? It may seem I have this poetry shtick by the seam. I'll keep pulling until I have it undressed. It being my mind, oh man, what a mess. Imagine a drag race taking place in hybrids on space. In between craters, I switch lanes until I land in the one of the creators. Not a deity, but creators in reality. Toss of religion ends so dramatically. We all pray for new rain, but never dress for the weather. So we wither like plants during the fall equinox. I keep trying to find my mind in the box they put it in. Following the lead of my pen and led me to the interweb. Of course my gray matter would be intertangled in the worldwide net, intermingling with people from foreign places they didn't teach in history. We don't speak the same language, but pain is universal. I play NERD's Love Bomb to eradicate any more thoughts of self-defecation. Mu music always has been the educator, and even better healer. 
I place my hand on the speaker box, it's like I found my real heart. The vibrations echo in my soul, I figure this is what peace is, and I formulate this thesis. We all have broken pieces, scattered. Like a jigsaw, no one has the time to play the game, so we play our favorite songs, hiding the pain in the hooks as we sing along and do drugs, consume bottom shelf liquor, watch TV shows that should have ended four seasons ago. Cause we only live once. Not long enough to solve this conundrum of a puzzle. Well, maybe y'all. I have time. I'ma live forever. The founder of youth is in my living room. It's such a nice talking piece. Feeling it, man. Thank you. That's that. What was that, that one? Is, uh, that's the piece. That is a uh, way. What? Nice. That's the title. So they could get that unscattered. One of the that is in scattered, yes, in scattered, live on Amazon and Audible and anywhere you get Audible books, auto auto books, <laughs> audio books. That's cool, man. Yeah, bro, it's yes. it's just so dope, man, and it's so cool how you're turning the poems into videos, you're turning the poems into merch, you know. Um, Fresh off the release, I Love Women A Lot merch, um, which was really fun working with you on. How's the response been of the, the collab yeah, so far? I know people haven't got the pre-order, but it is shipping very soon. And by the time they hear this, they will be having it on, probably listening. Um, but yeah, bro, you've been getting a lot of support from all over many different towns and cities. It's been really cool to watch. Yeah, man, so for some reason people <laughs> like me, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, it's like a gift and a curse, because it's just like, I, I just exist, and people like really just gra gravitate towards me, and just have this like, trust in me, which is like, can be cool, and a bit overwhelming at times, and uh, it's just good to, I'm getting better at filtering people who are just using me for personal gain, and people who are... Uh, whether they're maliciously doing it or they're just doing it because they just need that help or and just Filtering between that and just filtering people who just genuinely just want to see me win and just want to do what they can to support me As best as they can because you know It, it, it takes a village type That's of thing, real you know? so. That's real bro. Uh, that poem is is one of my favorites and um, when you when you rhymed it to me I was like, oh man this is the one for the merch. So, uh, yeah, so for anyone out there that wants to support the merch, it's it's on StereotypeCo.com, StereotypeCo.com forward slash Johnson sold out. And it's the I Love Women A Lot merch. Um, it just means so much because women mean the world to me. So when you said you wanted to make that merch, bro, I was like, yes. Like, any way we could, you know, represent the women out there um they do they do everything and they were the reason they're the reason why we're here and um so exactly. it, it was just an honor to do something to exactly. show them love and we did it in a simple way um and we we feel we felt it so strong we said it so many times and you'll see it in the merch um i'm really I'm proud of this one, bro, and I can't wait for people to start getting their pre-orders. Um, 
I really see that when when people get it. Um, and it was cool, bro. We never really met in person, but because of the collab, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Bad. But it's so crazy, bro. Like collabing with someone, <laughs> it's such a sentimental thing to me, bro. Like, y- you know, you're like my friend, you know, like, and it's. And I just feel connected. We've had deeper conversations than I've had with people I've known my whole life. You know what I mean? And it's crazy. Um, so anytime I do a collab, bro, it's, it's very meaningful to me. And uh, shout out to you for, you know, wanting to show love to women um, with this new drop. Yeah, man, I had to. You know, they're the creators. Um... They, you know, like you said, we wouldn't be here without them. A lot of women in my life mean a lot to me. And I probably should have performed that poem, but there's a YouTube video of that poem that we're referencing. It's called, uh, the poem's called Golden. I really love women a lot is kind of like the line that's repeated a lot, but the actual title of the poem is Golden. And uh, you can find that on my YouTube and you want to listen to it. It's a very, uh, very fun and uh, sentimental piece. Um, But... I just performed that one a lot, <laughs> so I just wanted to perform something different, without given the opportunity. Um, but um, yeah, women, you know, at the time that I wrote this piece, though, it was um, during a time where a lot of women were, you know, I had a lot of women friends in my life that were going through domestic disputes and just ain't shit people in their lives and like to the point where we thought we were gonna have to like band together to help our one friend cause she had like a stalker, you know? And we thought we were just gonna have to, you know, do something about it. Cause you know, like you can't really rely on the police in situations like that unless, until it's too late. So fortunately never came to that, you know, luckily she was able to get out of that situation, but it's just like, you never know what could happen in this world, you know what I'm saying? And like to, to lay harm on women for whatever reason just never made sense to me unless they like literally are at your neck with a knife. Like there's no reason that you should be doing anything foul to a woman ever. You know what I'm saying? Unless they're endangering you or somebody that you love, there's no reason to put your hands on women. There's no reason to talk down to women and degrade them. And you know, I say all these things, I'm not saying I'm like Mr. 100% gentleman. And I don't have, you know, I don't have, like, my past history with women. Um, and, you know, I, I say some, like, sexist things from time to time, too. You know, I'm, I'm a, a work in progress at the end of the day. Um, and that's all I, I, I strive to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not here trying to promote that I'm some, like, top-notch, excellent guy. Like, I make mistakes, too. I can admit to when I make the mistakes, though, and I can work towards better, resolving them and bettering myself. So that's all I ever want to come across as as somebody that's just like a person that 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 yeah. is human. <laughs> this is this really it is. This is I'm human and I hope that when I make mistakes they're not crazy bad. Um things of that nature. And I guess that's like just like the hard part of like also being an artist and like I haven't reached that part of it yet. I'm still relatively indie underground if you wanna call it that. But, like, I think that's probably going to be, like, the next, potentially, like, one of the ideas I'm playing around with, with as far as, uh, like, book ideas or just project ideas of just, like, I'm not your hero, I'm not your idol. Like, 
do at your own discretion. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? What I do worked for me or didn't work for me doesn't mean it's going to work or didn't work for you. Um, you can just take that with a grain of salt and you can add that to your list of possibilities. But I'm not telling you or promoting a lifestyle for you to follow. I'm just literally just living my life and putting it to words and music. Real talk. <laughs> so I, I feel like it's crazy that people want to put all this responsibility on the artist and i'm not saying the artist has like zero repercussions or liabilities for the art that they make but at the same time it's a two-way street <laughs> of course yeah you know? yeah you know the same way you were saying we got to filter sometimes people in our life we're dealing with someone you know we may have a gut feeling or maybe people show their true colors we may have to filter out our time that we spend with them like we have to do the same with the information that we get got to do the same with the advice that we receive because I'm, a, I'm, you know, we're telling people to go follow their dreams, but like, I'm not saying go starve. You know what I mean? You can't, people got to really, you got to take the advice with a grain of salt, but you also have to filter it out and then apply what works for you. And then you may see something doesn't. You may be like, okay, I got to follow my dreams at 1 a.m. After I feed my six kids, I may have to follow my dreams in the morning. Before I go to work at 2 p.m. Because I do the night shift. So we all have a different grind. And I totally hear you, bro. Um, you know, we look up to these artists. I look up to Jada Kiss. I look up to, I, you know, I love Drake. But I know that the things they do, I can't replicate. Because one, we're way different people. Two, we're in way different situations. And different histories. But... What I try to learn from people is like, yo, they work super hard. They were good to people. You know what I mean? They didn't stab no one in the back to get to where they are. Um, we could learn a little bit and then we could, you know, take little pieces and, and gems from it. But yeah, bro, that's real. I'm, I'm excited to hear this new uh, new work you got. I am too. <laughs> I am too. Uh, it's such a, it's, it's, uh, I never thought I'd be, like, living the lyrics that I used to, like, grow up listening to about, like, the struggle between making money, like, putting money aside for studio time versus putting money aside for food or putting aside for whatever bill is more a priority, you know what I'm saying? Making decisions, like, to hang out with friends or go to this show, hang out with family, go to this show, go to this event. It's like, dang, y'all, it's, it's, it's really real. <laughs> it's just actually, like, people, like, it's not, like, I'm actually living, I'm living it. I never thought this would ever be my life, but it's, like, it's, it's become that. That's beautiful, bro. You know, you, I think it's so important, man, to write shit down. Write down how you're feeling. It doesn't have to be a rhyme. It doesn't have to be a song or the next thing that we see on IG, like, Write down how you're feeling. It it may even suck to do it. But like, bro, my whole life, I think my only regret is not writing how I felt down. I feel like that's like my only regret. Yeah. You know, despite maybe don donating my Jabot jeans, I kind of look back. I'm like, damn, I wish I had those. But writing shit down is like, because bro, if I took the time to even reflect it puts you in a different place where you're like oh shit 
sometimes we're just caught up in this tornado and we it like you could just take a minute or two you know and I started writing in the morning because like right now bro after this interview I'm gonna be pumped I'm gonna get some pizza I'm gonna I'm gonna go play some Russ in the car or something and it's gonna take me somewhere else I go watch the game and before I know it I got passing out watching Atlanta or something but like of course after the show's over not during it but um bro first thing in the morning I write write stuff down how I'm feeling what what's going on how how the weekend went what what I'm dealing with and I'm like bro life feels I feel more in tune even though I've I've been in tune but bro I can't I can't preach it enough though anyone out there write how you're feeling down it don't have to be the next rhyme. It don't got to be the next hit. I don't even care if it's posted on IG. Do it for you. And I think that's a beautiful thing, bro, that you did. You know, you were just writing no matter what. And you weren't putting all that out. Like, you took nine years, you know, to really share all those bodies of work. You did it. And how did it make you feel in the in that process, yeah. bro? Like... When you when you finished the poem, when you when you wrote how you felt, like what did that do for you? Oh, when I finished. The or just when you I like, you know, it was inside you, and then you kind of let it go, like you finished it, and that you know, the, like how did you feel once you finished that rhyme, or you even wrote something down? The first time that I can remember my earliest like stage performance, this is funny. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> um, I because and it's my fault. It's not because of like the venue or anything. I was at. I actually got to perform at the New Orican. I actually got to That's go on stage at the New Orican, which is like for people who aren't like into poetry or into that like scene like. Uh, New York is a, a big deal. It's a it's a it's a it's a pretty big and notable stage. Like if you're a poet or any type of artist, oh you've yeah, I heard of the New Orican or probably want to perform at the New Orican. Um, but yeah, I was they they were doing an open mic and I brought like a few of my friends out and I was gonna read a piece and like I said, I always write. I never practice. I don't perform. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go on there. For some reason, I thought, you know, it's going to come out perfectly, you know, never rehearsed it, never practiced it. So I'm just up there on the stage, bright lights, trying to hold my book because I don't have it memorized, trying to hold my book and talking to the mic. My hands, my whole body is just trembling and like I'm stuttering and missing a few of the lines and stuff like that and like. I guess it's different for like for comedians because comedians like if you are trash they'll let you know right from the jump. <laughs> and the poetry community, the community, they're they'll like, they'll like snap comedians. you through it. They're like, come on, <laughs> come on. Like, you go, you got this. Yeah. So every you know like everybody was real nice, thankfully, um, which could be a gift and a curse, but that's a whole other thing. But um, people were a lot more lenient. You know, I got off the stage where people were like, oh yeah, good job, great, you did well, like. I'm just like, stop lying. <laughs> like, stop lying. I was, I was trash. And it was just, but it didn't, like, you know, people have that moment and then, like, they'll get deterred. And, like, you know, I even, even though I said I didn't want to do it again, but it just made me, like, like, okay, why did it, why did it, why did, why did it suck? Why did I, you know, why, maybe I should have practiced. Mm. I didn't know this piece that well. Um, 
maybe I, you know, some things just don't translate. Some there's, you know, for the page, and then there's like, you know, spoken word performance pieces. You know, some things that you write don't always translate well on the stage, and some things on the stage don't always translate well on paper, which is, you know, brought to your point of like, you know, how vital it is to have audio version. So you kind of that's why I did both. Yeah. Because like. And I try to express this to any all my poet friends too. I'm just like, if you can get the time and get the budget. Uh, luckily, my friend, um, someone I know since the second grade, he's my engineer. Um, he was able to help facilitate that because me doing it alone would have been a lot harder and tedious project. Um, not to deter people from doing it on their own, but obviously it's a lot easier when you have somebody that knows how to do it versus you trying to learn it on your own when you're just yep. the the writer. And you don't want to be the engineer slash, you know, audio oh, person. Um, but uh, I have a mic. I have a mic. I record when I can't make it to his house to record, you know. Uh, and I, I encourage anybody that is in this realm of what I do, whether it's poet or you're just a, you write books, stories, children's books, whatever the case. Have that audio version of it because it opens up so many different avenues for you than just having a physical book. Because we live in a day and age where people don't read it just is what it is people don't read people barely read instagram captions you think they're gonna go through a hundred pages of your book like some of your friends might maybe your family will but like unless you can sell them on the story and plus you know we're always commuting you know what i'm saying people yep. are commuting to work to events whatever have you they're listening to it at their warehouse job or at their you know cashier job through their airpods and stuff like that so why not just be in their ear as, as opposed to being in their hands you know so that's real man i forget oh we were talking about nah, sorry, nah. I trailed a little bit but we were talking about the performance yeah so, you learned so a lot. yeah it kind of just made me realize that like people don't care what you have to say unless you perform it correctly i could say the dopest thing in the world but if i say it uncom with no confidence and a stutter then it's just like okay like that was cool but like it didn't really nope. i didn't feel it like i should have felt it so it's like it kind of made me have to like all right i actually have to practice okay i might have to like be in my room and read my poems out loud or listen to i hate listening to myself and recordings but i was like i gotta like toughen up and just listen to my voice and listen to my poems and listen to all the inflections and like and it just helps you because you just realize you know like you said earlier too like the way you say it so it's just like you will say it and it's just like all right what if i change my inflection here instead of doing it here or if i cut this line out will it transition better on for the stage and stuff like that and that's the best thing about art too that i'm realizing yo like art is ever transforming you know what i'm saying a poem a song could be done a poem could be done a, p a painting could be done but you can always approve upon it or add on it you know what i'm saying especially in this well, in this day and age, they maybe didn't have that luxury 20, 30 years ago. But now it's just like people re-upload versions. Kanye West is He's, a prime yeah. example of him. He'll drop the first version of the album and then he'll like <laughs> drop somebody's verse or add another verse. He'll mix it differently. He'll add a drum. He'll add a, you know, he'll... He's always constantly adding to his music and just re-uploading it onto the internet. So it's just like in this day and age, yeah. why can't you do the same thing? You know what I'm saying? If you like... If you feel like, oh, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want this, you know, I don't like this line anymore, it doesn't make any sense, or I want to add another line, like, just take it down and put it back up, because, not to be 
mean, but like we have people have like short attention spans. They're not gonna remember anyway. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna unless you have the super fans. I don't have like the super fans yet. But unless you have the super fans that like study and digest your work, like nobody's gonna notice if you change the line or move the line or whatever the case like. So just do it. If it makes you feel better, it's your art. You can do whatever you want with it. And yeah, too. that's beautiful. I agree. Definitely agree. It's it's we're we're, we're all works in progress, right? And um, the way you said, you could just add to it, and that's what we're doing with our lives. You know, we're adding this, we're taking this out, we're moving this. Okay, we're oh, this character is no longer in the game. Okay, oh, but we we got this. You know, and it's like it. It just what's make life. It, it's what makes life interesting, and um, it's just this ongoing, evolving thing. And I, I love that about being an artist, bro. That stuff. I'm I'm way different than what I was four years ago. I didn't know half the stuff I know now, and and I always I always you know highly suggest, and I think anyone can learn from what you did. Go out there and invest in yourself. You know, you don't, you're in the shirt game. Do you know everything about the shirt game? You know, I want to, I would challenge you. I know are, are you in the sneaker design game? Do you know everything about the sneaker design game? I would say like, and why not? Right? Like maybe, and, and you'll never know everything, but could you learn something new every day with 10 minutes? A YouTube and could that 10 minutes double your income? It could. It, you know, um, just learning little things often add up. You know, and it's not taking a whole class every month. You know, it, it, we, we all learn differently. Like you said, you, you may go on a class. You may go physically in a class. Some people do a Skillshare or they do the master class thing. And you hear Nas say one thing. About how he performs during a master class, and you're like, "What? You know what I mean?" I recommend that was, you know, that was powerful, bro. Just hearing about how you just, you were just hungry for knowledge, and you were like, "All right, I'm going to the city. I'm going where people do this, and they live this life, and they're about it, and they do this for a living. I'm gonna live it too." It's beautiful, bro. That's the best way for any, whatever your career is. You're a cook, you a chef, you a, you a nurse, doctor, lawyer, a mechanic. Like, you gotta, you gotta go learn from people that are doing what you're doing and that are good at it. They're great. Not even good, but, like, great. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, if you aspire to be, like, the best at what you do, then you have to learn from people that are the best that are doing it you know what i'm saying whether that's following them on social media watching their interviews um going to you know if they do have master classes and stuff like that or any type of event you know if you have the honor to meet some of these people like i've met so many people randomly that are like big like i met punch nice. from tde and like that was such a random occurrence that happened, and like I learned so much from him in the sh in a matter of like two to three hours that uh, I you know I wouldn't take that back for for anything like that you know, um, 
So it's just like, you know, if you have an opportunity to meet people that are doing the things you do, um, you know, do it. Besides, you know, the work, because you can only get so far, and that's the thing that I've realized. I've I realized a lot of things. <laughs> that's one of the things I realized. Um, I can only, that self-made, you know, like, self-made thing is, it, it's impossible. It's like outliers. Like, there's certain outliers that probably got to the point they did by themselves. But everybody has a team of some sort, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got help from somebody. You either got a team behind you, or you went to somebody that's doing what you want to do, and you learned from them, and you took mentorship. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, because there's only so much you can do and learn on your own. And there's only going to be, you're going to reach a plateau, and you getting that mentorship is going to help you get over that plateau and keep going up. Because it's like, that person's like, oh, this is what happened when I was in that situation. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you tried it again? So this is where that, like, listening for advice and stuff and seeing if it applies to you works out. Because if you already tried everything by yourself, maybe going to somebody that's been in that situation with a different mindset and viewpoint can help you see something that you can't see for yourself that's right wow. in front of you. Real talk. Real talk, man. Just being around people that are living it, whatever that thing is. Like, the last few weeks, bro, I... I spend time, I've been talking to my my good friend's father who owns mad property. You know, like he didn't even he didn't even realize he, he forgot that he owned a plot of land in New Mexico that he bought forty years ago. Like he just stumbled upon a deed. Bro, this guy's a hustler. Like he, he goes hard. Like he, he's first generation living in America from Egypt. Like, came from Egypt. Like, made self-made for real. Like, came here with nothing. Bro, flipped and flipped and flipped. And, like, just hearing that, bro. Hearing that story of just hunger and, like, he... It does something to you. Even if it just makes you a little hungrier. You know? And it just... It rubs off. And it's, it's so true. Just being around people. Just having a... Having a lunch, bro, of the last week, I went to IHOP with my good friend James and his son. And they're talking about, he's talking about this game, uh, cop Cops Game. It's a NFT game okay. where you trade crypto and you could lose it or win it. Bro, like, talking to that 12-year-old, someone may look at him and be like, oh, what does he know? He's so he's so young. He just got his braces off. Like, literally. He literally just got his braces off. And I just had a, the first meal with his braces off with him. Bro, I learned so much in the one hour. It opened me up into, like, different types of crypto, NFTs. Bro, and it, it, it lit a match under us. And, like, you never know who you're talking to, bro. And we all have these gems so don't, you know, they always say, don't judge a book. Don't, bro. We could, I'm not telling you don't. Clearly, you're out here learning. But, like, we could learn from so many people, man. A 12-year-old that just got his braces off, who flips sneakers on the weekend like a monster. Or, you know, my, my friend's pops who literally came here off the boat and just, like, living the American dream. You know, we can learn from everyone, bro. And, and that's just so dope that, you know, you're on this path of just growing, learning, 
sharing your vision, sharing your, your love for poetry with the world. Yeah, man, at the end of the day, it just comes down to a question that I just ask myself, I ask my friends, I ask my girlfriends. It's like, how bad do you yeah. want it? We live in this era where it's the easiest to get money and get to where you need to go and easiest to network with people that you would never, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I talk to people across the state. I talk to people across countries that I've never even been to. But I got, like, you know, a, a quote-unquote connection because I know somebody from over there, you know? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying, this this, this device, it's, yes, it can be used for entertainment and can, and can be used to unwind and stuff like that, but it can also get you to where you need to go if you use it correctly. But a lot of people don't, you know what I'm saying? And uh, a lot of people of use it as a distraction more than it's uh, uh, something that can benefit them. And... Again, not saying I'm perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still going through what I'm going through, and I'm working totally. my way to where you know I hopefully don't have to have a job, like a job job, like a nine to five job. I'm not saying that nine to five jobs aren't good, because nine to five job is what's helping me fund and has gotten me to this point. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like I'm somebody that just needs to work for himself. Uh, I don't like taking orders from other people and that's just it some people are suited for nine to fives and salute to you you know not everybody should be an entrepreneur not everybody should be you know there needs to be a duality you know some people need to to work for other people and it just it benefits them for what their lifestyle is so whatever your lifestyle is go for it but for me it's just like i kind of just don't eventually want to separate myself from the nine to five once the entrepreneur aspect and like the solo work that I'm doing can actually fund my lifestyle. That's, so that's real, bro. Yeah, bro. And as someone who had doesn't have a nine to five, like I guess stereotypically, I haven't worked harder in my life. <laughs> so like you, you get to the point where you're working for yourself, but you've taken on these extra roles. Mm -hmm. You're doing the physical side of things, the mental side, the leadership side. And bro, it's last year, 2021, we've hit we hit pinnacles of of hidden moments of special goals that I've always dreamed of, like almost twofold, which is crazy. But like the amount of ass busting that I had to do was crazy. And like but I look back and I'm like, damn, I learned this. I picked this up. I learned this, this. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, it was the most laser-focused year of my entire life. So, it's just, you know, finding that, you know, as you said, the duality, just figuring it out. And then how bad do you want it? How bad do you really want it, right? And then figuring out what do you even want. Once you figure that out, that, that's huge. Because if you don't even know what you want, it's tricky. Because you're just, it's cool, you're floating around hippie style. Not, nothing to get, shout out to all my hippies out there. And I'm not stereotyping anyone, but like, you know, find that target. You know, if you have a target, go, if it's so, you hit it when you have it. You know, once again, I have mad hippie friends and I have hippie, menta uh, hip, hippie mentalities in certain ways, but like, I kind of mean it on like, ah, uh, whatever. It'll figure itself out. 
Like, nah, like, go figure it out, you know, so that was no diss to any hippie homies out there, um, it was just kind of like taking a laid-back approach of your dreams, but yeah, man, that's, that's some real stuff, I'm excited, bro, I'm excited to see what you got next, where can people find you, where can people get all this stuff, support you, and check out and follow your journey? They can follow me on, uh, I'm on a slew of different platforms. I'm on, Instagram is probably my main one, though. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at JohnsonSoldOut, J-O-H-N-S-O-N-S-O-L-D-O-U-T. I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, got the YouTube, got the Twitter, LinkedIn, which is like a sleeper that I'm just realizing now, and I'm I'm learning to again learning. Like I'm realizing that LinkedIn can have a lot of potential opportunities for me, so I'm learning cool. about the LinkedIn. Um, I'm on a different slew of things. I got a little link tree. Maybe I'll have a website up by the time this is up. I don't know, but uh, that's probably on my list of things that needs to get done. Having a website and not relying on these third party, you know, Instagram because you know when Facebook goes down, that includes Instagram. So. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I don't want to be dependent on all these other platforms to get my content out. So that's in the works. Either it's either a website or there a you go. List. Yeah, web websites. So, let me know. That's gotta... what I people don't know I do that, but I've done several dozen of them. But yeah, bro, anyone out there? Go, yeah, yeah. Go. Oh, yeah? I, but yeah, this this ain't about me right now. But of course, I'm always here for you, bro. Um, but everyone listening. <laughs> it's your platform though you gotta you gotta throw out like, you gotta throw out some you know yo, i do this too by the way you know what i'm saying like it's true together we go I, far I, res you know? that's definitely true bro um yeah I, i'm grateful to have done many websites for many people and um yeah it's just just kind of like a it's like a hidden talent but uh yeah we've had aware media for five years now we've helped dozens of clients and but yeah bro holla at me but yeah, but every, everyone out here, my guy shared some wisdom with us. You know, invest in yourself. How bad do you want it? You know, go out there. Go learn something. You know, ask your friends for feedback. Even if no one could go with you to the show, if it means something to you, if it's calling your name, go after it. Even if your homie's at work or, you, you know, your boyfriend or girlfriend's sick, like, if you got to be home with you, you know, I'm not saying don't support them while they're having a tough time. Just say they have school. Uh, you know what I mean? You want to be there for your girl or your guy. Um, I'm like eating my words a couple of times today. It's funny. But you know what I mean? Go out there. If something matters to you, if no one could show up with you, just go anyway. You know, and, and my guy right here. And create yes. the moment. Create the moment. Everybody wants to wait for this perfect opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I could have declined this interview because I don't have the best camera. It's like, oh, you know, I, I can't really, I can't do interviews because I don't have this crystal clear cameras with the nice microphones and stuff like that. Like, yeah. just get started, yo. One of the advantages, again, of the society we're in is just like, you just have to be relatable. And if the quality is, if the content and the, and the quality, if the content's there but the quality isn't, it doesn't matter because you'll eventually get to get the funds to up the quality but if the content's always there and you're a true person and people vibe and connect with that it doesn't matter my videos look well outside of the most recent one i did with 11 visual 
Uh, most of the videos I'm doing is just on my phone. Like, it's just, it's it's not the greatest of quality. It's not studio, immaculate, like, Hype Williams. Like, nah, just, I was like, oh, yeah, I got 10 minutes to kill. Let me go record this video real quick and just post it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The content is there. I still put effort into the words I'm saying. I'm not just like, yeah. uh, but, you know, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, at, once I get the budget... Yeah, the video's gonna come out pristine and like, you know, I'm gonna have Tyler the Creator and ASAP Rocky and all these other individuals do direct my videos and stuff like that. Like that's that's in time, but like I have to like work to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? And that's I th- and that's another thing, it's just people just want that instant gratification. It's just like it don't work that way. That's real, you know bro. What I'm saying? You gotta put in the work, you gotta put in you gotta put in the hours, the ten thousand hours as they like to say. You gotta you gotta keep going. And don't stop, because the moment you stop, there's too many, too many people out here making content. So you're just gonna get lost in, lost in that. So if you're not at the forefront, you're just gonna be a memory. And so, you, and you said some dope stuff, bro. You made, you made me almost forget that I, we have a game that we play. It's called Dream On. Okay. So the way the game works. I'm going to throw a question your way. It could be, they're pretty much no dream is too big kind of questions. I know recently on Insta, you've been doing a lot of stuff that you've been dreaming of. Um, If you could work with this or this person. So similar to that. So, you know, first thing that comes to your mind, um, these are all off the top. I have no clue what I was going to ask you until right now. So, Let's get let's get right into it. Okay. So if you could do, if you could do a collaboration with any artist, musically, who would it be? Uh, musically, any artist. Um, off yeah, the top of my one. head, um, right now, probably Pharrell. Sick. Um, just because he's, I mean, the res. I mean, it's, it's Pharrell. If you know who Pharrell is, uh, you must not like, listen to the music. Modern day Shakespeare, bro. <laughs> um, he's so he's just great, great production, great hooks, yep. great songwriter. He's everything. very deep intellectual. I just want to be, I don't even care if we don't create anything. I just like to just have a conversation like we had, like just have a conversation and just see where it goes. Cause I want right. to be out there. But... All right. Yeah, like I got you. So do you lead me to my next one? You said yeah. conversation. Of course, you said Pharrell. But if you could have a conversation with anyone living, who would it be? Oh, this is guy that I follow because um, I'm into like investing, uh, stock investing in uh, uh, crypto and stuff like that. His name is um, Ian Dunlap, uh, but on social media he goes as the nice. master investor. And I would love to pick his brain because, like, whatever he says about the market, he's, like, three to six months early on it. And he's, like, 95% right about what's going to happen. If he says this stock is going to drop, it usually drops. If he says this stock is going to go up, it's going to go up. And then he's also into a lot of weird conspiracy theory things, too. Okay. So I just feel like it'd be an interesting conversation all around. That's fire. That's fire, bro. If you could have a conversation with anyone who's no longer living with us in the present form, who would it be? Uh, 
That's right, hard, man. <laughs> it's like I got like three names rattling in my head right now. Um, the first one that came into mind was Minnie Ripperton. I just think she's just such, such a amazing soul and just a voice that yeah. is just one of its kind. Like just nobody can, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Mariah's close, uh, Ariana's. Not yeah, that yeah. close, but like you know what I'm saying. If I had to compare, like she just seems like such a, a a very happy, positive soul, and I feel like just having a conversation with her, which is like no matter what mood I'm in, would just lift me up and it would just make me feel better. Um, if I can add to a second, real quick, my other one would probably R. be Mac Miller, uh, just because he was just again super dope, talented artist that uh, I wish uh, yeah man had more time. Uh, on this earth, but you know, everybody's time is their time, and you know, whether whatever yep. we think of that, um, it is what it is. But I would have loved to chop it yeah. up with him because I know that dude just sat in the studio and just created, and that's the type of mentality I'll just be writing. I have like 7,000 different notebooks and stuff like that, so it's just like to just pick his brain about how he goes oh, about yeah. creating would be women, really RIP to the homie. If you could open up for any artist on their upcoming tour, who would it be? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to like make it make sense because I'm very like. <laughs> What's cool about this? Even if. Like, yeah, even if Tyler's tour is over, but it's Tyler, that's fine. You know, it doesn't if they don't have to have a tour coming up like right away. But like, you know, an artist that's oh yeah, it's not it's not even on that aspect. I'm like thinking more logically. Of course, like, of if course, it makes that's... sense. Like Wayne is my favorite artist, but I don't know if I want to open for a Little Wayne concert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I want to open for Little Wayne necessarily, but. Me opening for Tyler makes more sense. I could, I would, I, I, I would like to open for Tyler Creator. That'd be, that'd be dope. Um, that'd be crazy, bro. Or some, yeah. Let's go with Tyler Creator. I can do that. I, I would do That's that. That's real, bro. That. If you could perform at any festival, one thousand percent. Which one would it be? I don't know, man. I don't go to festivals. <laughs> I would perform. Actually, no. I take that back. I would go. I would perform. Funny enough, I would perform at Tyler's Camp the, Fox, the, the, yeah. the Catflog Nog uh, Carnival. Because at least, at least between sets, I can probably get like a corn dog and like go on a roller coaster or something. Like I feel like all these other venues is usually when artists are like getting into beefs or having those like awkward interviews with random people from all different types of news sites and stuff like that. It's just like I don't. I, I want to have fun. I don't want to like. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know, that you know. I've never been, but it definitely sounds like a youthful spot and a lot of care, carefree vibes, for sure. If you could, they booed Drake. That's they booed Drake at that freaking that's, festival, man. I that's gotta crazy. Go there. You know, that's like who? In what world? In what reality does Drake get booed at? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, Drake is not this his biggest star. Was it because someone else was gonna perform? He gets. I, I don't remember, but yeah, that's I don't even get that. I think that's what people were saying. Like a lot of people were saying they expected Frank Ocean, 
But I, I just don't think I think people who are Tyler fans saw Drake and didn't know that him and, and, and Drake have a history of like friendship, like they're actually friends on the low. But since they don't post pictures every two seconds of them on social media, people don't tend to know that. Just like how like people are surprised about this ASAP Rocky and Rihanna thing and I'm just like, yo, they Yeah, fashion killer bit. Like canoodling yeah. for yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they've been in each other's pants for many yeah. years, but whatever. Um, yeah, I think people are just like you know Drake is seen as this like mainstream sellout pop star. He doesn't write his own raps, whatever you want to call him, whatever you want to say about him. And Tyler is like the opposite of that, you know, essentially. So like people are like Tyler, what the f- why are you working with this sellout? This 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 mainstream like yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, of, like. Coupled with the Frank Ocean, like, not showing up. I think it was... Like, I wish I could see the whole clip. Because sometimes we see 10 seconds of something, and it it misrepresents the whole experience. You know, we could tap into many different clips of different things. But, like, I sometimes question that. Like, because, you know, Drake has such a, a capture of so many audiences, and I don't see how Tyler's and his don't overlap um so i kind of question it it seems a little funky um just because i just can't see drake getting booed really anywhere but like a but like a krs1 concert you know what i mean like (laughs) it just it just seems like too much of an over overlap of but i i want to like i demand the whole video of that you know what i mean like i'm like i question stuff like that because it's like but either, I just felt bad for Drake because you know when Tyler usually gets them like super starry people to like headline at his carnivals, he usually gets them to f- perform like the deep cuts and the album cuts that people you know his favorite personal favorite, and he got Drake to do that, and it's just like that's how you know they're like real friends because like Drake's not out here performing his like album cuts yeah. like that. So like the fact that he was doing album cuts and like you know his like Lucy's that people may have forgotten about and people still booed it, I don't know. It was just it was just it was just funny to me. I felt bad for him because at the same time it's just like yo you doing he's definitely doing him a favor, but it's just like it's fucked up that the audience isn't. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I question it. But yeah, yeah, it exactly. I think Drake is is infamous for creative moments so and some of them he may take a temporary l or like a 0.2 second l but he bounce like the bounce back is super strong but uh yeah but either way but you know what i i love this game bro because not too often a lot of the time we kind of we keep it honest with ourselves oh i could do this i could i could just afford this oh maybe that trip and eh, maybe you know what i mean like I like this. I like the no dream is too big questions because, bro, you never know who you're talking to. You know, your dream may seem crazy in the moment, but you never know, bro. You could be talking to freaking ASAP Rocky's brother at at an event, like at at some horticulture event. You know what I mean, or some holistic retreat, and you don't even know, bro. Like so, like I always encourage share your dreams. They may seem crazy to you. You never know who's listening. You never know, especially if people like you and love you, you know, and you're out here working hard. Things align differently when you're out here working hard. You're sharing your dreams. You never know who you're talking to, bro. Bro, I literally, Jay-Z is no longer six degrees of separation, bro. He's literally three for some people. But like, 
my my challenge is have you asked yeah. anyone to talk to him uh, not even him but like you want to meet benny the butcher like you could talk to him if you really tried you could you could get people's yeah, attention so, if you really so tried you, you know like so i just want i like this game bro like it just i like igniting these ideas in people's minds because a lot of the time we don't think of the crazy dreams and i'm guilty of it too i keep it real i'm like okay you know i'll get yeah. i could get the five bedroom you know what I mean? And, like, you know, being honest with yourself is key, too. But, like, do you think Kanye, bro, was having... He, bro, people were lo probably looking at him, like, yo, what's what's this guy even on, bro? Like, or even Steve Jobs, bro. They're probably like, what is this guy even on right now to even be saying these things? And then look at the change that they've made in their industries and the world. So, yeah, bro, thank you for sharing your uh, your dreams with us. It's funny you said Bunny the Butcher because I literally, he had a show in Montclair, New Jersey, and I was in a, that like the day I met him, we was in front of this chicken spot, like a couple towns over, we was just outside the chicken spot, you know, waiting for our food to get ordered, and he comes walking from like the distance, and somebody, you know, I don't got, I don't got the best eyesight, so somebody's like, you know, my, my boy was like, yo, that's Bunny the Butcher, and I'm like, where? And he's just like, it's him coming right towards us right now. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, what the fuck? Why would Benny? I didn't know at the time he had a show, like, in, in around that cool. area at that time. And he literally walks up with his crew. And I'm like, what? This is so random. So it was like, like you said, when you said, it was just like, yo, like, you never, especially when we, in this New Jersey, New York City area, you never know who's just going to be walking in the, yeah. in, the, in the streets. You know? Real talk. So, the butcher coming. Just never know. You know, and uh, that's real. So yeah, bro. Yo, bro, you're always welcome back to the show. I appreciate you sharing your dreams with us. You know, sharing your experiences and the lessons that you've learned. Um, so many little gems that you know I could I could hit the rewind button on when I'm having a tough day. So, bro, I appreciate all your uh, your info and all your your stories. Thank you for giving me the platform to to babble on, <laughs> to just talk my uh, talk my stuff, and um, I, I appreciate um, us linking up, meeting, doing the collab, and future endeavors, whatever they may be, or just you know just having you as somebody to talk to and uh, eventually kick it, because um, you are a man of <laughs> talent. I've come to realize much love, point. bro. <laughs> so. Um, and you're just a good conversationalist as well. So it's just like, he's like, he can, like, some people are like, just, some people don't have that good mixture. And you have like, everything you like, you have a personality, you have good conversation, you have skills and talents, and you have dreams and aspirations, and you see things further than a lot of other people, which is like, I can't be around people with such limited views anymore. It's just, it's, it's, it's not a good, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good for the it, growth. It's balance, right? I feel you. There's people I talk to, I'm like, oh man, you know, I want to talk more. I want to talk about more than the game. But then I'm like, all right, cool. You know, they like talk about the game. But then I, that's why I love these convos and my guests, you know, like yourself and so many amazing guests, they want to talk about their dreams and things that matter and what, 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 what they went through. And uh, I love that. I could literally do it all day. I could probably not have a job if P 
people wanted to do this all day and pay me for it. Like, I could probably make this my job. I love talking to people about dreams so much. But, uh, you know, to me, it's a passion project that I just love, and it's healing for everyone. And, uh, of course, bro, thank you. You're always welcome back. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for letting this passion project be more than just a dream and actually come to fruition. Um, again, scattered. Go got if you that. made it this far into the interview, remember, once you click out of this, click out of this, make sure you go over to Amazon, get you a copy of my book, get the audio book, then you're going to go over to stereotype slash johnsonsoldout.com and get you some merch, yep. you know what I'm saying? Uh, tax return season is upon us, so I know some of y'all are going to get some money. <laughs> And by the time this is out, I'm sure them checks are mailing or getting direct deposited. So spend that money on, you know, a, a nice guy like me that, that, that informed you some things and, like, made you laugh probably or made you think of something, you know what I'm saying? Well, who, who makes you think that's, and laugh at the same real. time that's these real. days? Yeah, huh? go get that. Go get that merch. Go get that Come book. <laughs> and remember, we've been dreaming for the evening, but it don't stop there. Go out there. Make it happen. Write your goals down. How bad do you want it? Invest in yourself. And don't stop. Don't stop.